Located off the coast of mainland Southeast Asia, and formerly known as the Dutch East Indies, the Republic of Indonesia is made up of approximately 17,500 islands. Indonesia boasts the second largest coastlines in the world. It is home to the largest volcanic lakes on Earth and is considered the hottest spot on the Pacific Ring of Fire. Culturally, Indonesia is extremely diverse and it is home to over 1,300 recognized ethnic groups with over 700 different languages and dialects. Hailing from the capital city of Jakarta, located on the island of Java, my friend Antonio shares with us how culturally significant rice is in his country and his love for instant noodles. During our interview, Antonio had an Uber driver call him about a delivery and I just could not help but think how similar young people are at my age, despite being on different sides of the world. Antonio shared with us some of the conflicts in Indonesia, along with the struggle for freedom of the neighboring island of West Papua. Antonio explained some ongoing social issues relating to race and religion within Indonesia, and gave amazing insight into his own views on religion and human rights. I never think that religion taught me to hate each other because religion gave me something that I can't even realize when I don't have gods. So, like, yeah, why do people still think that being gay or lesbian is a bad thing when God is actually teach us to love each other? Hello everybody, you are listening to Evan Worldwide. On this podcast, I'm going to take you on a journey around the world. You will hear young people's perspectives on culture, conflict, and cuisine. So let's go. This is basically going to be an interview about conflict, cuisine, and culture. And I haven't gotten anybody from Indonesia yet. You're my friend from Indonesia. So I figured, why not interview you? Of course. My name is Antonio. I'm from Indonesia and I live in Jakarta, which is actually the capital of Indonesia. And I'm 17 years old. My first question to ask you is, would you say that there's a lot of conflict in your country? Nowadays, maybe yes, I guess. But I don't really know because, you know, like every province in Indonesia, they have their own conflicts with their government. The most thing that people know for internationally is about the West Papua. It's it's been like since the first since our our independence from the Dutch colonization. About West Papua is actually kind of kind of hard to talk, but I'm going to try my best to talk about it. West Papua is actually not a province. It's there are two provinces which is Papua and West Papua. So, okay. you know, like they split they split Papua Island, right? The other the east side it's Papua New Guinea and the west side it's for Indonesia. This conflict is actually because there are many Papuans that thought that the Indonesian government just being a, another Dutch, uh, we just like um, occupied their 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 land or stealing their their wealth. That's why there are so many people in in Australia, especially there are so many people in Australia and also in in the Netherlands that support about the independence of West Papua. So Papua New Guinea and West Papua is in different countries. You know, like right. uh, the Papua New Guinea was was occupied by the British. You know that, right? Oh yeah. And, and West Papua was uh, occupied by Dutch. So so during the, I don't know how to say it in English, but like there is a conference in, in Den Haag in, in the Netherlands. Oh, the Hague. Yeah, in Den Haag. It's during the Dutch-Indonesian Roundtable Conference uh, at the time that the Dutch promised us that they will give everything 
about the land that was occupied by the Dutch colony. And it's, of course, it's including the, the West Papua, but they didn't give it until 1962, I guess, until uh, the president is changed. When it's still Sukarno, our first president is still uh, being the president of Indonesia, then it's changed because of the communism stuff. And then, yeah, it changed government, changed president, turned into Suharto, and then finally get West Papua. But until nowadays, there are still a lot of people that still want to gain their independence from Indonesia. It's the same case like in Timor-Leste, if you know the history about Oh, yeah, yes. Now I think I got it. The people of West Papua want <laughs> to be independent. Yep. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Wow. So does that conflict in West Papua, does that affect you guys in, in Jakarta or in like Bali or Borneo? It's not really affect us in here because like what I said, that every province has its own oh. conflict. So if there is a conflict, maybe example in Jakarta, maybe in Jakarta, it will affect all of the provinces in Indonesia because that's the capital of Indonesia, right? If there is a conflict in Bali or or maybe East Java or West Java, it, it won't really affect uh, Jakarta or another province or another cities. Gotcha. I was just wondering, you know, if there was a problem in West Java and then there were like a bunch of people that were leaving West Java to go to, you know, Jakarta. I didn't know if that was the case, maybe because of like they want to get out of the conflict. I don't know, but like it was happened in the past <laughs> during the Sukarno, during the Sukarno era. There are lots of conflicts because of the liberalism, you know, like uh, we tried so many kind of politics system at that time, like the liberal and the communist and the socialist, like there are lots until we finally find that the real political system, the right one is Pancasila, which is uh, the only politics system that used in Indonesia. Okay, so I want to move on to this next question. What social issues are most prevalent in Indonesia? And what I mean by like, social issues, I mean like, Racism, sexism, homophobia. All right. <laughs> this is actually kind of hard because there are kind of a lot of social issues in Indonesia. First of all, I'm going to talk about racism. Racism in Indonesia is still ongoing and it's still kind of high for most of Indonesian, especially to the Chinese and for the Black people. Even though we are not whites, you know, the, the local of Indonesia, like we, we call it Pribumi or Bumi Putra, they aren't white at all. They just have like... They have kind the of privileges, brown. like the most privilege. Yeah, they just want to keep the privilege uh, because this is our country. And, and you guys who is Chinese or maybe Arabs and uh, white people, you shouldn't be living here. There are lots of kind of conflict like that kind of issue like that and also about the black people if you are example if there is a Papuan live in Jakarta there are still many people will talk about behind their back of course they're talking about their color their skin color like oh my god he's black what he's doing in here even though there are there are lots of maybe example like Japanese who is actually black not really black like their skin is uh, dark you know like darker than anyone else but it's just they treat different between the Papuan and the local okay okay so I just want to ask so you're ethnically Indonesian Chinese and German yeah I mean like this is kind of complicated but if someone asks me especially if uh, if he is Indonesian I would just say like I'm Indonesian and Batavnese because I'm just kind of scared if I say that I'm Chinese I will be maybe like if you don't want to answer this this is 
is fine. But have you ever gotten discriminated towards anybody in Indonesia? Or like, would you say that you're somebody that has more privilege? No, I, of course I don't have any privilege. Uh, any kind of racism that I got was during my, maybe like eight years ago. I got this friend who keeps saying Chimeng. Chimeng, it's like a shorten of Chinameleng, which is actually kind of like you're Chinese and you can't see anything because your eyes is too, how do you say it? Is it narrow? Oh. Like too small for, for our eyes, you know, like, um. okay. Yeah. So yeah, basically kind of like that. So he called me like that. There are not only one person, but there are many people who called me like that. And also about my religion, there's sometimes uh, if you're a child in Indonesia, especially if you're a Christian, it's pretty easy to get discriminated. Yeah, discriminate by by other people because you believe in other religion except Islam. Yeah, so the majority of people in Indonesia are Muslim, right? Yep. Okay, okay. So then there's definitely the racism and also discrimination towards people's religion. Mm -hmm. So then what about homophobia or sexism? Sexism in Indonesia, it still happens, but like it's not really common or not really, you know, like it's not too... Not that big of a problem? Yeah, it's not a big problem, but like it still happens happen in some provinces but in Jakarta it's not really a good thing anymore and about the homophobia of course it still happened and it's still ongoing even though most of us the young people we don't really care about someone who is being gay or someone who is being a lesbian but the old people the boomers or maybe like the 80s or maybe some teenagers hate they discriminate about people who is being gay or lesbian because they thought it's not good it's not good because we are religious, like most of us are are still believe in religion, like 99% of us. <laughs> I just want to ask this, the LGBT people in Indonesia, of course, I'm not going to generalize it, but are a lot of the LGBT people like still religious, even though, you know, in some religious texts, it says that like it's a sin, you know? Of course, most of us in here who is being gay, like myself, uh, I still believe in my religion because I never think that religion taught me to hate each other because religion gave me something that I can't even realize when I don't have gods. So like, yeah, why do people still think that being gay or lesbian is a bad thing when God is actually teach us to love each other? So yeah, why not? Yes. And my family wholeheartedly agrees as we're Catholics, <laughs> but oh, we don't really oh. go to church. Yeah, <laughs> I was baptized Catholic. My grandparents practice Catholicism. Ah, all right, I see. And then you kind of answered this next question for me, but do you think that there is a shift in perspective in young people? Do young people like our age still think that, you know, racism and sexism, homophobia is okay? You know, like what I said, that we are like actually divided into two, two groups, you know, pro one and the control crucial one where young people in Indonesia still many of them that still think the homophobia and sexism is still valid and some of them for example like me it's not really valid so we don't really have to talk about it because why do you want to to be homophobic or to be sexist to be someone else we all deserve to live as a human and we have rights to you know just to live our lives yeah I fully agree with you on that so the next question do you keep up with politics and government in your country or like not really i do keep up with politics i love politics so much in 
this country because it's really how do I say it? it's like hard politics in Indonesia is pretty hard because you can divide it into so many groups when you talk about politics are you into the pro one or into the control one or maybe you are into the natural one I sometimes I could be a control sometimes I could be the pro one the politics in Indonesia is actually really really chaos I will say that because <laughs> there are a lot of people out there especially the, the college students wants the president to to maybe like get out from from his chair as a president most of them just want to to maybe like a new government and new political system because what they use nowadays especially during corona during the pandemic is really really bad uh they just thinking about money and they don't really think about people's health even though our cases in here is really really it's much better than maybe like uh two months ago where it's really chaotic covid is still still pretty big of a conflict in indonesia then yeah wow that's and is that due to such the high population and or like such condensed cities i would think like it's because we have so many people in here it's because we are so diverse and there are lots of people in indonesia even though maybe you will think that the united states is more diverse than in Indo- than indonesia but i will say that indonesia is actually quite diverse too so yeah that's why we have a lot of conflicts sometimes it could be province into province or maybe people into people you stated that you love politics which is pretty cool How do you get your political information? Like, how do you learn about information in Indonesia? Do you get it from the news, social media, your parents? So I get information about politics, mostly from social media and the news and the internet because I don't really watch TV. I have never watched TV since two years ago. So I just use my laptop. So yeah, I get information from the social media and the internet because it's more valid, I think. Then sometimes, because TV nowadays are just talking about something that we don't really should talk about. So it's like trash. I'm more interested into uh, social media and internet information. So main reason why I wanted to ask about like, how you get information in your perspective, does the government censor any of the news that's happening on the media? About the censorship, I don't think so. But there is a law in Indonesia where you can't put a hate speech to each other you know like example if i hate you and i i write an article you know and i upload it in the internet maybe because you don't like the article that was made by me because it was a hate speech you can report it to the police and i can get arrested by that so yeah there is no censorship but once that uh, article was reported by someone else well it can get arrested by the police that's crazy and then would they go to jail would they go to prison or go on trial uh i think they will go to jail i don't really know because yeah there are so many morals about indonesian government nowadays the government is actually anti-critic so the police in those provinces that has that morals will censor there are many people who support the government and who don't really support the government so this people who support the government will report it to the police. Okay, so this next question is, um, do you have a lot of friends from different countries or like, are you have you met a lot of people from different countries? I do have a lot of friends from different countries, but I have never met one of them. I met them 
during the pandemic. I think like it's cool to learning someone else's culture. Like yeah, yeah. I, I really I really love to talking about and learning someone else, you know, like a new culture, especially about the culture. Maybe that that will be so interesting because yeah. I really, really want to learn more about Latin or yeah, the Hispanic culture, because it's rit- literally so different with the Spanish culture. And you know, this is the whole reason why I'm interviewing you. I, I want to learn more about <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. So that's really cool. These friends, are they mostly in the neighboring countries of Indonesia, like Malaysia, Timor-Leste, and like in Southeast Asia, or are they all over the world? All over the world. I have so many of them from the Europe, and also uh, there are two of them from Malaysia and one from Singapore, and two of them from the Philippines. Nice. And considering that you're Indonesian, neighboring countries... What do you think about Malaysia, Singapore? <laughs> it's really hard when you actually talk about Malaysia when you're Indonesian. <laughs> because we have we have a really rough history during the, you know, like the Dutch colonization and the British colonization, where they divide two Malay countries where we actually won past before they those Europeans come to this Southeast Asia. When we talk about Malaysia, we're actually a really related country and also we are a very close neighbor because we have the same culture we share the same foods you know like traditional cuisines there are lots of things that are actually quite similar between Malaysia and Indonesia but when you talk about Singapore it will be so much different because most of them are now Chinese from these people that you've met I mean you haven't really met them in person but do you see more similarities or differences between like people you've met from other countries? Okay, so if we talk about our traditional culture, culture, of course it will be different. But if we think about them, uh, our thoughts, it will be the same because nowadays I think most of teenagers uh has the same thoughts to you know like to be much better and trying to figure out who are they and still finding who their self, the truth are. So yeah, I think like we are actually has the same mind, but once we talk about our culture, it will be so different. Yes, definitely. And that's what makes this planet so freaking awesome. (laughs) Yes, I know, right? Do you see young people advocating for peace and less conflict in Indonesia? Like, do you see Uh, people going out and protesting? Yeah, there are so many people who are protesting for maybe like, how do I say? Oh, justice. Nowadays, the young people just want to be united. We have different thoughts with the the boomers, you know, the boomers (laughs) generation, where the old people still think that Japanese is much better or maybe bad techniques, it's much better than any other ethnicity. So, Nowadays, the young people still uh, just want to be united. Like, we're the same. Like, why do we have to judge each other when you can live in peace? There are so many people who really actually want to live in peace, but the boomers won't let us to do that. I wholeheartedly agree with you and and the other teenagers in Indonesia. (laughs) Thank you. How can young people help spread awareness to advocate for peace in Indonesia? Uh, Okay, it's actually a pretty hard question. Um, most of us in here nowadays. So since the pandemic, young people are actually more aware about peace and religions and anything, or maybe homophobia. We just really want to be uh, united, like what I said, and we want peace. So 
there are lots of people who share their experience, I guess, with a webinar. Like there is an organization for, for talking or a discussion for about maybe like sexism or maybe homophobia or maybe about racism. Uh, there are lots of organization that was born since the pandemic. So yeah, we talk about those topics or those issues are mainly in a organization or maybe sometimes could be in a webinar. That's really, really cool. That organization sounds awesome. You could probably talk for like a really long time for this question because <laughs> it is just such a big place. But what are some of the most popular dishes in your country? Okay, so every province of the own favorite dish like uh most of indonesian loves nasi goreng and i'm sure that lots of people internationally know nasi goreng and mi goreng is like our favorite dish too if we talk about uh per provinces there they have their own cuisines there they have their own dish so i'm just going to talk about jakarta because i don't really know about other provinces the main dish is called kerak telur so it's Basically, like, I don't know how to say that, but hold on. Egg crust in English. Egg, egg crust. crust. They made this kind of egg, like, not egg, like, omelette. You know, like, it's actually okay. kind of look like omelette, but, like, the seasoning is just kind of different, you know? It's really different. And the way we cook it, it's really different because we have to roast it until it crusts. So, yeah, crack telur is the main dish in Jakarta. How do you spell that? Crack telur. K- E-R-A-K-T-E-L-O-R. Oh, okay. This looks really good. It looks like omelette, actually, but, like, the seasoning is really different, and the way we cook it, it's so different. Like, we have to burn it. This is the egg, and this is the fire, so we just, like, trying to touch the egg into the fire, you know? Okay, so, like... So it's different. I think I get it. (laughs) Okay, I just hope that you will get it, because... I just can't explain it in English. Like, it's really hard. No, 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 no. But you're doing a really great job speaking Thank English. you. <laughs> no, I'm being 100% honest. You speak really good English. <laughs> but like, hey, you live in Indonesia. Your first language was Bahasa. Like, it was Bahasa, of course. But I do have to learn English because it's an international language. <laughs> okay, so then Nasi Goreng is, I've heard of it before, and I think it's delicious. But what exactly is Mi Goreng? You were talking Mi Goreng. About- do you know noodles? Have you ever tried noodles? So no- yeah. Mi Goreng is like a fried noodles. It's actually not really fried because uh, there, are, there are two types of Mi Goreng. The first one is the instant Mi Goreng, which is from Indomie. And the other one is uh, the actual Mi Goreng. So uh, the actual Mi Goreng, you will, you will cook it uh like you fry it you fry the noodles if you cook mi goreng the instant mi goreng like from indomie uh you just will to wait i think it's boiled yeah, yeah boiled. you boil you boil the 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 noodles and just like uh uh mix with the seasoning so it will turn into mi goreng well it's, so it's basically <laughs> like instant noodles like the yeah most of people internationally more known about the instant noodles than the actual mi goreng okay okay so then there's the actual mi goreng that you would make by hand and then there's the the instant one that you would use by boiling water yep (laughs) gotcha okay that's really cool actually and which one do you think is better i i can't say because both of them are my favorites really (laughs) yes so there's a fact the fun fact about indonesian 
that we can't live without rice. I think it's not about it's not only it happened in Indonesia. I think it's more like Asian. It's kind of the Asian thing that we can't live without rice. Like we have to bring rice or we have to eat rice everywhere. Do you think yeah, that's like, true? I mean, like it's true because well, you can you can try <laughs> to go to your maybe. Do you have any Asian friends? Yes. Yes. Yeah, if you go to your Asian friend's house, you will find out that they have this kind yeah, of. Yeah, they rice always cooker. have the rice cooker on. Yes, I know, right? Like because <laughs> this, we just think that we can't live without rice. Like, okay, so I know about. No worries, no worries. Uber. Okay, sorry. That was surprising because I didn't know that the Grab driver will will call me. Actually, I ordered something for my Whoa. grandma. Uh, it's like a pastry things. Yeah. Nice. For, For her to cook. <laughs> you said that mie goreng is your favorite dish. No, both What of would them. What would you say? Is your nasi goreng. Indonesian. I would say nasi goreng and mie goreng, like both of them. But if someone asks, actually, I will say that nasi goreng will be the best one because I always eat that for breakfast. Yeah. Oh, you eat it for breakfast? Yeah, like uh, most of Indonesian eat rice for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is really cool, but. I didn't know if there were like other Indonesian dishes that are like common for breakfast. Okay, so nasi goreng is actually not only for breakfast. It could be for dinner or maybe for you know like afternoon lunch. Definitely uh, any Indonesian food I feel like could be good for any time of the day because it's all delicious. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> the other foods for breakfast, we actually have other foods. It's called onde onde. It's actually uh, made. From sesame ball or oh a sesame ball yes yes yeah it was part of Chinese culture but like this is a fun yeah. fact I thought that this is a really traditionally made from Indonesia I've actually had them at Chinese restaurants before so like that was the first time <laughs> I had it yes I mean like every time I go to Chinese restaurants they have this I thought that it was only available to share the other culture of Indonesia because. Uh, most of restaurants in here is sharing one other cultures, you know. China never colonized us, and in the past, we just, you know, like doing trades to the Indonesian locals and Chinese traders. The sesame ball came to Indonesia. I didn't know if it came from like the Chinese immigrants or. Yes, I think it was came from the Chinese immigrants because we have so many foods and dishes. That was derived, or maybe we have, we share each other cultures. Like example, like from the Chinese is actually there are chapchai. It's uh you know like it's a mixed vegetable. Oh. Like you chapchai, like yes, it's like stir yeah, fry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the the most favorite vegetarian food in Indonesia. Like because it tastes really good. It's not only in Indonesia, but they also have it in Singapore or Malaysia. You know what <laughs> makes it so special? Because like let's say you know you're telling. Someone this dish and they they think oh it's just vegetables. What makes it so good? I think the taste. The taste is actually really really good. Exactly. Uh, uh, like is it the spices <clears throat> or like the chili peppers? We don't reuse chili pepper for <laughs> for uh, chap chai, but okay. I don't know maybe uh, in some provinces they use chili peppers. If it rains, you eat chap chai that will so warming like. Do you have a special dish or family recipe that brings you like great memories or like a good story? Oh, for the popular holiday, of course, it's uh, it's opor ayam. It's actually like a soup, but it made with. Do you say coconut milk? 
Coconut milk, yes. Yeah, it's made from a curry. You know, like a curry. It's more different with Indian chicken curry. So yeah,、uh, if you translate the opora ayam into English, it will be chicken curry. Yeah, that looks just, delicious. You have chickens in there, and you have potatoes, so it's really good. You would say opora ayam is one of your favorite dishes that gives you. A- A good memory. Yeah, I I used to eat that when it comes to holidays. Every holiday, like Christmas or maybe Eidol Fitr, the Fesak's Day and the Silence Day. You know, it's Fesak is for the Buddhism, or maybe、uh, the Silence is for the Hinduism. Balinese Hinduism. It reminds me all the time about holiday. Once it's holidays, I always thought about Oporayam. So wait, hold on. I had a quick question. What were the other holidays you said? It was like after you said Christmas. Eidol Fitr. So what exactly is that? It's a religious holiday for the Muslim. Uh, okay, so, that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> hey, oporayam looks delicious. I know you should try to cook it too if you want. But does it does it include like any curry, like curry that's the spice? No, no.、Uh, we have spices, but like、uh, the spice for curry and oporayam is totally different. Okay, okay. Because whenever every time I try to cook like a curry dish, my father、uh-huh. instantly smells it and is like, "What are you cooking in there?" Because he doesn't like the <laughs> smell of curry. Why it it smells so good? I, I that's what I say. Next dish. I mean, not next dish. Next question. <laughs> do you have any variations of popular dishes? Like, does your family do something different to like? The nasi goreng compared to like other families in Indonesia. Actually, most of families in Indonesia will do the same thing. Will cook the same thing exactly when it comes holiday or anything. Or maybe their fam their family identity is actually quite similar to one each other. So yeah, we can't really difference between my family and other families.、Uh, main main dish is this one or this one like. We can actually has the same favorite dish. That's very interesting. I would have thought that like different families would add. Let's just take nasi goreng for example. Like one family would like make it a little bit spicier, and another family would. We love spicy a lot. Indonesian loves spicy a lot. Like we love hot foods and spicy food. So obviously, the way I worded this question at first was, what is one dish from your country that if I traveled there I can't miss? But I'm gonna change that to. What is one dish from your country that, when I travel there, I can't miss? Because I'm definitely going to Indonesia. Oh, of course, I'm gonna wait for you then. <laughs> awesome.、Uh, maybe you can try. First of all, you can try the nasi goreng, of course. Maybe after that, you can try rendang. Try the what? Rendang.、Oh, rendang. Yeah, rendang, and also、um, the mie goreng. Or maybe if you go to Bali, you would like to try ayam betutu. What、like、every province have their own dish. Uh, it's it's more like a Balinese traditionally dish. But is it like chicken? Does it have chicken? Yeah, it's chicken. Okay, I'm learning. Chicken. I'm learning Bahasa because it's like the <laughs> opor ayam and like the ayam tuk tuk. Ayam ayam betutu betutu. Ayam betutu. Okay, but like、yeah. I remember the ayam. Like, that's chicken. Yeah, it's chicken. Yes. Ayam is chicken. You're good at it. <laughs> Thank you. So. <laughs> ayam betutu in Bali. What exactly is that dish? Could you describe it? Ayam betutu is more like a barbecue, a chicken barbecue. But like they add a lot of sambal's in there. We can add sambal to any kind of food. In English, it will translate into chili sauce or hot sauce. But 
It's that shit different. Like it's really spicy. I don't know if you love spicy or not, but like if you do love spicy, I like spicy, but I don't know <clears throat> how spicy it can get. Uh-huh. It looks like it's a whole chicken. You guys roast the whole chicken? I don't think it was roasted. Sorry for that. I think it was. Uh, I mean, okay, it looks wait. roasted to me. No, it's not. It's not. Um, wait, cocos in English. What is that, cocos? Oh, maybe it's not cocos. Cocos, cocos. Oh, steam. It's a steamed chicken, I guess, or maybe boiled chicken. And then you add some sambals. All right. Steam. All right. I actually don't really know, but like it tastes really delicious. Um, and also it's really uh popular in Bali. Well, actually, I'm looking at more pictures. This is looks <laughs> delicious. When I come to Indonesia, nasi goreng, ayam batutu. And rendang. And the what? Rendang. 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 You know that, right? That's like the beef rendang, right? Yes, it's the beef rendang because the Malaysian one is the chicken rendang. So, yeah. What does food mean for Indonesian culture? Food is really important for our our culture especially for the eastern part of indonesian uh the eastern region you know like papua or the maluku the celebes bali and nusa tenggara because in most of those provinces or the east region food is more like something for their ritual you know for their culture their tribe ritual i mean it's really important so it doesn't mean that in the west region it's not really important because because we don't really have the ritual uh, i think it's still important because there okay so this is actually kind of fun so malaysia thought that rendang uh, was originally uh, from malaysia i mean like it's not wrong because they have their own kind of rendang <laughs> but once once malaysia talks about rendang well the indonesian will get mad they will get mad because rendang was actually originally from Indonesia, which is actually from uh, West Sumatra in Padang or Minangkabau. So. Okay, so here's the last question about the food. What um, dish or food makes you feel a sense of home? I think it's nasi goreng again. <laughs> nasi goreng? <laughs> yes. Every time and anytime I eat nasi goreng, uh, when I go meet, example, like I go for a vacation and I eat nasi goreng, it will reminds me of home. That's awesome. Like the sweetness of home, yeah. Wait, so how many countries have you been to? I have never been to other countries. I just stayed in my country and maybe if I want to travel, I just go to other provinces. If someone asks, where would I go if I have a chance to go to other countries? That will be, of course, Singapore at the first one and go to Malaysia because it's really close to Indonesia or maybe Australia. Hey, that'd be awesome. And then you would get like a little bit of a sense of comfort because like the culture can be similar in a way. Yes, exactly. In in their own way, it can be a little similar. No, it's not a little, much and more similar. (laughs) Okay, okay, very similar then. When I come to Indonesia, where would you recommend me to go? course first one is bali but if you want to go to my city first well you can go to jakarta and you can go to the north uh there are many of pretty and beautiful islands it looks like bali a little bit but like it's pretty cool because they have white sands beaches and if you want more something into uh, maybe a historical place it will be bandung or samarang they have a lot of European or Dutch style buildings 
And if you want to go to somewhere else where it chills and yeah, it's not really crowded, you can go to Puncak. It's really it's south of Jakarta. It's like in southern or of Jakarta. It's in West Java, but it's really close to Jakarta. Like it only takes like two hours for uh, with a car if you drive a car for from Jakarta to Puncak. And the other one would be Lombok. Jakarta, Bali. Sumatra, like northern Sumatra, where like the islands are. No, northern Jakarta. Oh, maybe you want to go to North Sumatra also, where my grandma originally come from. It's called Samosir Island. It's actually a unique island where it's actually in the middle of the lake. It's actually a volcano lake. Whoa! Have you ever heard about it? It's called Danau Toba or Lake Toba. Yes, I literally am seeing it on the map right now. So, where did you say the place was with like the Dutch style buildings? It's in Bandung and Semarang. If you want more chill weather, you know, like the cold weather, you can go to Bandung. But if you just okay with the hot weather, you can go to Semarang. Nice. Well, I guess I'll definitely be spending some time there. <laughs> you can go by train. You know, like traveling for. From one city to other cities by train, like it's really cheap. Oh, nice, nice. And is the transportation system good in Indonesia? Like, is the train like pretty good? Yes, yeah, the the train is pretty good since two thousand and ten. Uh, they have made the trains quality and also the station much better than than before. You know. Uh, so yeah, you, you can have good facilities in the train station. That's awesome. Now here's the very last question. I want you Matt, to imagine a scenario that you meet someone that has no idea of what Indonesia is. You need to tell them one thing about Indonesia. Uh, well, if there is someone that has no idea about Indonesia, I will just say like about our culture richness because we are really diverse so that's why indonesia has a lot of different cultures from provinces into the other provinces you know or maybe like in one provinces you can find like hundreds of tribes in there example like in papua there are there are like 200 or maybe more than 200 uh, tribes in papua so yeah wow that's crazy there's 200 tribes in papua just in papua Wow! Imagine how many there are in the whole country. I know, right? <laughs> That what makes Indonesia so diverse. Yes, like I think we have like um maybe like seven hundred or maybe eight hundred uh tribes in the whole Indonesia. And do they all speak like Bahasa, or they have their own languages? They have their own languages. Uh, but nowadays most of us just speak in Bahasa. All right. Antonio, this has been an absolute blast. I've had so much fun. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to you too. Thank you so much for doing this interview with me. How do you say "thank you for doing this interview with me" in Bahasa? Thank you. Uh, makasih, makasih udah mau interview. It's the slang for the slang language. It's more easier. Makasih udah mau. Udah mau interview. Interview. Makasih udah mau interview. Makasih udah mau interview. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. No, 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 no. Great. Makasih yeah. udah mau interview. Yeah. Thank you for listening to my Global Youth Perspective podcast. 
My goal is to share insight into the lives and cultures of my friends around the world, and hopefully we can listen to each other, bridge our differences, and make this world a better place.